was your biggest fan. So were they. Hey, look, everybody! Kevin's back! Kevin! We love you, What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Rough House. I'm joined with JT at the helm, and I know you guys missed him. It's been almost three weeks. He took a little bit of a hiatus. <clears throat> Dean Beebs, back to my right. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> how, how was your extended spring break? Well, let me tell you one thing. Um, my eye swelled up to the size of a tennis ball. Okay. Um, the season. Myrtle Beach was not that warm. It's about 50 degrees. Um... But other than that, I had a great spring break. How was your spring break? You know, I went home, yeah. saw my dog, Ugh. the good boys. Isn't that the best? The good boys, good boys gang. Yeah. JT, over there, spring break. Same thing that you did, you know. Sat Hang out home, with the dogs. Watch the March Madness. There you go. You almost watched Tiger win twice. Almost. Almost. The, uh, it was a good run. Good run. Lost, uh, lost a little steam on Sunday at the back nine, but you know what? It's looking good for the Masters. Any nutcracker drills? Any? No, Did, I can't. No? I don't think so. What about you? None. You see any? Nope. Well, unfortunate. Mm. You know, JT saw Shrek the Musical. I did. Uh, over over spring break. JT, you want to give us a quick five-minute review on Shrek the Musical? Five minutes, and you have to give us your best impersonation. So it was basically okay. exactly how the movie goes. It sounds just about right. Some songs thrown in there. Some Ooh. songs. Okay. Yes. Okay. So that's about it. Did you enjoy the film? I mean, it was good. the musical. I left. Uh, you left? 30 minutes early. 30 you left minutes early. What do you mean? What do you mean? Well, I mean, Duke was on, so I had to leave. That's unacceptable. Oh, uh, okay. So and, Duke you know, was I, on. I, I, but... sat, I sat in the back at the end of the row so I could just skedaddle out of there when it was time. Right. Um, stayed through intermission. Uh-huh. We left with like three scenes left, four scenes. Wow. So we got to where Fiona met Farquaad. Well, spoil, spoil. I, I, don't know what, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened after that. You don't know what happened to uh, Laura Farquaad. All I think about is when he says, what are you doing in my swamp? <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, you know, donkey. Was, was there a donkey? Is there a donkey in this musical? Two people played or just one? Just one. You know, the two people, like the two people donkey suit that I'm talking about? Yeah. You yeah. always have to fight to be the top one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> well, I wish I was there for that musical, JT. Mm. Me but too. but now I'm here and we're doing a radio show. So, uh, you know, I, do I even have to explain what we talk about anymore? Because like every week, it's like no, nah, the people we're going that like NFL. it, are, the people that like it are staying. The people that don't have gone by now. We're about five minutes in. So if, if you started listening and you tuned out, nothing we can do about that. Nothing we can do. So you know what? How about we just just get right into it? NFL I'm not going. I'm not going to explain it. We're just going to get right into it. All right, go ahead, jump in. All right. Well, uh, the Jets are making moves. <laughs> the Jets are making moves. Uh, they went from third to six, 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 six to, to third. third. They went from six to third, gave away two second rounds this year, mm-hmm. and uh, one second round next year, as well as the sixth overall pick. Like that's ridiculous. Well, they got the third overall pick. So you're going to tell me the real question is who they're trying to? Are they trying to get Baker? They're trying they're to get Josh Allen, Saquon. I mean, they, they have come out and said that this is a very deep draft for the QB position, very which deep. if the Jets are saying it, it's not a deep draft for the QB <laughs> <laughs> True. So Absolutely. I think that if a lot of people are predicting the Browns to take a quarterback, and if they do, then the Giants will likely take the, the offensive guard, leave Saquon Barkley. I don't think that the Jets will pass up on a playmaker like that. I mean, I mean he's the best athlete in the draft. Desperately need uh, an athletic weapon on that team. Uh, who was it? Like, Robbie... I don't even know their receiver's name from last year. Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Jermaine, uh, no, uh, Curse. Jermaine. Curse. Yeah. Orlando Starqua. See, you guys are you guys are That's naming the Giants. I'm just naming <laughs> New York receivers that I know. Well, Dark was the running back. Okay, so for the Giants as well. Okay, so uh, name Jets receivers. Ready, go. I just named two. Robbie Anderson. Who's the, who's the one I'm thinking of? What do you mean? Which one are you Quincy thinking Quincy Inunua. Inunua. That's yeah. what I was thinking of. Okay. I don't know why I said dark. So, one. yeah. Thir- third third overall pick. There's going to be a player there that's talented. Not- third overall pick, you think so? I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I, sure, I, but I hope it's not a bust. Do they, I hope it's a, I kind of hope it's a bust. 
How can you not at this point? I really don't want the Jets to get good. I, I, I really want someone, I want the Browns to take Barkley just so the Browns don't get him. Uh, just so the Jets don't get him because I don't want him to torch us for the next, like, 10 years. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he could be that generally generational running back. Yeah, he could be. Or he could or. blow out his knee three times in the first 40 years and then, you know, next Fizzle thing out of the league. Absolutely. Never heard of again. But can I just say the Browns are back? Can we just... Did we talk about this last show? Did you guys talk about this? Well, well no one listened to the last show. It's no one listened to the last show. We didn't put it up yet. Mm. So go ahead. Tell us the Browns are back. Why? The Browns are back. Okay. They're making, I'm not going to say smart moves. They're making like regular football organization offseason moves, You know, which you never see from the Browns. Just competent. You're like, like, you look at what they did and you're like, wow, like. That's like an actual off-season play. All without uh, giving up a second or first-round pick. Like, it's props to them. Props to them. They have uh, Jarvis a, Landry. A decent uh, offense now. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, and they have a, a band-aid quarterback if they so choose. I mean, Tyrod Taylor's not going to win you a lot of games, but I mean, he's a decent player. He's exactly. got a cannon for an arm. He can scramble a little bit, run around. Absolutely. I mean, I guess we'll see. I think that. So I, we did talk about this because I predicted the Browns will have six to eight wins, not seven, though. So not seven. Not seven, six or eight. Okay, so the great thing about that is that uh, they've won, what, one game in the past <laughs> four years? Maybe two. Yeah. Maybe two. So, I mean, they're at this point where I'm just like, please do good. Like, please just win a couple games. Just a few. If they make playoffs, if they draft Saquon Barkley and make playoffs. Which, honestly, Saquon Barkley... He's having a child. I oh. didn't know that. Yeah, but and th- this is the only case where I've looked at the the wife and I said, "Wow, he's really lucky he got her pregnant." Like, wow, why? Yeah. That's a that's a sizzling take. Shh. Why? That's a crazy thing to say. Perfect. Why? God. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> bang on that. I guess. Bang on that. <laughs> All right, moving on. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Kirk yep. Cousins. Next thing. You, you bring it up. You know Kirk what? Cousins is fully paid. Three years, $84 million. Highest paid quarterback uh, in terms of annual salary. I hate this move. I really do. You hate Kirk Cousins getting $80 million guaranteed? $84 million. Yeah, I do. Want to know why? Why? Because it screams, don't try until year three. That's true. Because if you're going to go out there, you might as well underperform, still get uh, paid. They can't cut you because if they do, you can just go sign somewhere else. And then you start trying again. I mean, if you want to win the championship, I get it. Try hard. You have a good team. But you, you're you already slated to make $84 million, And there's no reason for you to go, like, put yourself out there. It's like uh, Cam Newton not diving for the football in the Super Ooh, Bowl. Big play. Big play. Like, thinking about the future football decision. Like, I don't know. I don't see him uh, having that breakout year that a lot of Vikings players are and fans are expecting him to have. Um. Yeah, I mean, do you think he goes out there and purposely tries to underperform? He just doesn't try. I think it's not a let's throw the game kind of thing, but maybe not preparing, not really caring. Maybe he's just playing Fortnite all the time. Like, it could be anything, honestly. I don't know. I think he's probably going to prepare. What do you think, JT? I think he'll be a good fit there. Uh, The contract, I actually saw a lot of owners aren't liking that contract because now... There's a precedent There's for it. There's a precedent for other players. And now other players are going to go out asking for fully guaranteed contracts now. And we'll see if that ends up working or not. He's the first, and uh, I'm sure it won't be the last. last. Yeah, no, absolutely right. That's a good call. And, I mean, you can only do this with so many players, and a lot of players aren't going to get that. Like, you can do this with the quarterback position. Probably linemen, maybe, but I don't know if they have that much leverage. I can't think of a position right off the top of my head besides quarterback that you can absolutely force the team into giving you a max deal. Because running backs, you're a hit away from blowing out your knee never playing again. Um, receivers, same thing. All the positions in the NFL, one injury and you're out. But with the quarterback, you can play till you're 35, 40 in some cases. So maybe it uh, will kind of incentivize the teams to actually go that extra distance start to pay guaranteed more guaranteed money to a quarterback instead of other positions. Also, kickers, they could also do that, but they're so wishy-washy. That's true. Hey, uh, Andrew Luck, prime example of being injured and still making a lot of money doing nothing. That's true. Lucky, Luckily, it's not guaranteed, though. Ha, luck. Because <laughs> his last name, JT, you get that one? 
I got it. His last name is Andrew Luck. That's his name. He's lucky. Oh, wow. So for all you guys that didn't get that, Dean just really explained it. So, lucky to have you back. (laughs) Great to be back. (laughs) Great to be back here. I'm really happy about this. Free agency moves. It's almost over. There's a couple big names out there left. But we wanted Jimmy Graham to come to the Pats. It didn't happen. But he's going to the pa- he's going to the Packers. Yeah. So good move by them, right? I mean, I guess Jimmy Graham's kind of old. No. Okay. A little bit. Getting to the thirties. What did he do? 30. Did he do anything good last year? He was a red zone target. Okay. I could be a red zone target. And if anyone threw to me, you could call me a red zone target, and I wouldn't perform. I want, <laughs> I'm gonna see some stats. Let me, let me pull up some Jimmy Graham stats. Excuse me. I'm fact checking. <laughs> New show. I come back. Back from spring break. Back from spring break. Oh, Narrowly man. avoid getting my eye amputated, if that's even what you call it, removed. Just getting an eye patch. <laughs> I should have just worn an eye patch at this point. Uh, I mean, I don't know, 520 yards last year. That's it. 10 touchdowns. Ten t- so red so zone target. red zone target. Uh, I mean, I don't know. He's all right. But think about this. Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball now. So, Aaron Rodgers, he likes his tight ends. Uh, you think he breaks the one thousand yard season, uh, thousand yards receiving next, uh, year? next year? Yeah. Well, uh, two thousand fifteen, he had six hundred five yards uh, receiving. Two thousand sixteen was nine twenty three. I mean, I guess he could. I think he will. I'll see why not? I think the He's... Seahawks didn't use him well. Yeah, I would agree with that as well. Because when he was on the Saints, he was an absolute force. He was a rece- he was lining up more as a receiver than as a tight end. And I remember that because he tried to get a receiver-type paycheck, but he didn't, and that's no, why was. I'd say the only tight end capable of that is probably Gronk. Getting a receiver-type paycheck? Yes. Gronkowski and then Jordan Reed as well. Yeah. Because he Although actually... Jordan Reed's brain is just mush at this point. Yes. So. Unfortunate, to say the least. I mean, you can still play without a brain, right? People did it for years. I would assume so. I just mean, strap on the pads and get it, or have someone else strap on the pads for you. The NFL should really like invest into studying the brain and see if we can do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's let's totally do that for sure. Uh, hey, what about Nadam Kinsu? Where do you think he's going to go? Rams. 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 I see the sweatshirt over there, JT. JT. The Rams sweatshirt. What would you feel your home, your team getting Nadam Kinsu pairing him next to an, uh, Aaron Donald? Defensive coach. Dirtiest player in the league that Dominican Sue. Wade Phillips. I mean, sounds like money. I mean, you guys got rid of a couple people, but you added a lot, too. Could that coach, Sean McVay, control the personality that is in Dominican Sue? I don't know. I don't I don't want him there, honestly. Why? Because I just don't want... Cancer to the locker room. I don't want to... Like, they finally have a good culture. Uh, the team likes each other after last year. I mean, winning does a lot for that. But I just feel like he would be someone that would be – I'd be very skeptical if he came into the locker room. Be a lot about himself, huh? Yeah. And I then you still have to pay Donald, too. And then you have to pay Gurley. And then you have to pay Goff. So. And also your uh, Marcus Peters and LaMarcus Joyner because he didn't sign yeah, a long term. Exactly. And I'd rather it go to them. They're young. They're still good. Uh, they're, they're up and coming. And I think that – that would be a better play. I mean, I hope he goes to the Rams solely for the fact that Aaron Donald and Ndamukong Sue on the same front line is going to wreak absolute havoc. And that's how you get a lot of interceptions. That's how you get turnovers. You control the front line, and then you, you pressure quarterbacks into throwing it early, throwing it probably not late. But it starts with the D-line, ends with the corners. And you guys just upgraded the cornerback position. You let Trumaine go, but that's to be expected when he wants that much money. If you can afford everyone, and it looks like they're planning to just be able to sign Aaron Donald and maybe a couple people in the future. I'm not sure who, but if you can afford him, go for it. If it's not guaranteed and you can cut him after two years, one year, absolutely go for it. But if it's going to cripple your franchise in the long run, avoid it. Simple as that. I agree. Uh, Sure. Namakin Sue, great player. Very dirty. Too dirty for you? Too dirty for me. Really? You don't like him you don't like him at all. Not even as I a player. I do not like him. Not as a player. Not as a player. I can't say as a person because I've never met him. Well I would Maybe assume... he's a really nice guy. <laughs> I would say no. I would say no. Very scary individual. Well what it's alright. Well 
bygones be bygones. Bang on that. You know, if he ever wants to come on the show, absolutely let him have. Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> but until then, I say I'm pretty skeptical. All right, just a couple more moves. Tyron Matthew to the Texans. Uh, you want to skip right over uh, our friends at the Patriots? All right, go back to our friends. You want to go to our friends who have left us? Yeah, all of our friends, like Malcolm Butler, Deion, Deion Lewis. Lewis, Nate Solder. They're all gone. Who else is there? Amendola. Amendola to the Dolphins, no less. Hey, he's going to be fine. Yeah, he still has that modeling career to fall back on. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Malcolm Butler, I'm not too concerned about him leaving. I, I honestly felt like he was overrated. Uh, makes one play in the Super Bowl. Next thing you know, he's considered number one corner. I mean, sure, he's a decent player, but like, I don't think he was uh, touted to be as good as people said he was. Uh, replaced him with Jason McCourty. McCourty brothers back, back playing together, which is great. You think uh, Malcolm Butler was the most overrated player in Boston since Jay Crowder? Like, who do you think was more overrated, Jay Crowder or Malcolm Butler? Carl Crawford. Carl Crawford. Red Sox. It's a little Red Sox <laughs> talk for you. Carl Crawford. Okay, no lie. Carl Crawford came in. Uh, did, did you remember this? He came in and people were like, wow, this guy's like going to be so filthy. What about Dice K? Oh, and oh, well, Dice K was good for a while, for what, a year? Yeah. What about Sandoval? Wasn't he supposed to be the savior? Yeah, but at that point it was like, let's see if he can revive his career, no? Nah, he, I mean, he was coming off of three Down World years. Series. Uh, so, three World Series. pretty much what, what we're saying. Is Boston has a knack. We have a knack for, for attracting overhyped players. Overhyping yeah. bad players. 100%. I mean, I, I don't think he's uh, he was that overrated, but like people were like, oh, hey, uh, if he played in the Super Bowl, we would have won. And in my opinion, uh, no. Our linebackers got torched, and our front three, couldn't, front three, front four couldn't get any pressure on Nick Foles. So. My argument is we would have had a better chance to win. We may yeah, not- we would have a better chance, but people act as if, Malcolm Butler would have just saved the day. Like, no, he wouldn't have. Nah, you can't make a bunch of Super Bowl plays, and that's not going to happen. Like, right. But is he a good open field tackler? Yeah, great open field tackler. I mean, maybe Nelson Aguilar doesn't like squiggle away on a couple of those routes, but it's about two months in the past. Linebackers months, you know. got absolutely torched, and I'm not. I'm never going to get over that. Yeah, absolutely torched. More Shane issues. McClellan failed physical, by the way. Shane McClellan did. Shane McClellan failed the physical, got released by the Patriots. So huh. that's a uh, shame. We're shame. losing a lot of players, but one player we did add, Cordell Patterson. Big fan of Cordell Patterson. Um, also re-signed Matt Slater, which is good. Need that leadership in the locker room. JT, you know a little bit thing about leadership. Yeah, you also think Cordell Patterson is going to be just like Decent Slater. player, just like Slater. Yeah. Why, why don't you think so? He's, why not? Have you watched, ret- him, have you watched ret- him play in he's the a past return, man. three years? Have you watched him play in the past? Yeah, he was actually at one point the number one receiver for the Raiders when Crabtree okay. and uh, yep. uh, what's his other name? Uh, Cooper were out. Okay, so? I'm just saying, he's, but, not, he's not like Slater at all. So you don't think he's going to be a better player than Slater? No. No. Not at all? No. Not, not in the... Well, I guess you can't really compare him because Slater only plays special teams. Well, that's all Cordell's going to do, too. But I mean, but like, different. but like Slater doesn't return special on special teams. Yeah, I, I imagine. I think he's going to be a good asset to the team. I think Cordell's going to be a gunner on punt. I think he's going to be a punt return man, kick return man. I don't see him being on kickoff because I don't know if he can lay the lumber. He definitely can't lay the lumber. Exactly. You see that guy? He's like a twig. Exa- but still, but um, he's fast. You get down there, cover kicks. I don't know, man. But I think he's going to be a good, good asset to the locker room. JT shaking would, his head. You would not say that if he if he had gone to. The Colts or the Titans. You would not even be talking about Cordell Patterson. Well, we're in New England and we're Patriots fans, so yeah, we're talking about Cordell Patterson. You're overhyping him way too much. You're no, going Boston right, fans not, not never right back. We never overhyped. I remember when Carl Crawford anyone. came here? When Carl, we love Carl Crawford. He was not overhyped at all. Jay Crowder's still the best defensive player in the league. He Dice K was such a good... He, Dice K could throw a gyro ball. Isaiah Thomas is getting a max deal. Not <laughs> not overhyped. We do not overhype anyone around here. All right? Bang on that. Heard it here first. That. Anyway, uh... I think he, I, I don't get why you don't think he's going to be a good player. Because he hasn't been good at anywhere he's been. Okay, how many people have come to the Patriots and revived their careers? And he was good that first year when no one knew that all he could do was return kicks. He was <laughs> good that year. He was. I think just as a deep threat, I mean, a little bit of an insurance policy. And I would give up. It was like a fifth-round pick for a sixth-round pick, and they sent us Cordell. But... I would give up, like, a third-round pick if it meant I never have to watch Cyrus Jones return a punt again. You mean muff a punt again? Yes. Uh, yeah. Like, bounce off your helmet, other team just picks it up, or just squeak the ball away, like, roll your ankle in the process. JT, think about this. 
Brandon Cooks get hurt, Chris Hogan gets hurt, who's the next deep threat that Brady just launches the ball up to on third and long? Kenny Britt. Kenny Britt gets hurt. Malcolm Mitchell. Malcolm, Malcolm Mitchell gets hurt. <laughs> Corderell's next in line. Philip Dorsett, if you still have him. Oh, no. I love we, we do still have he, Philip Dorsett. He's the same. The guy can't catch a ball to save his life. He's the same guy as Corderell. His hands are made of granite. Ooh. Corderell's. Philip Dorsett is what? not bad. Corderell has buttery soft hands. Want to know why I know that? How do you know that? Because he's awful. He's going he returns puns. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be able to catch that, that ball spiraling out of the air like that. So, are you concerned about all these players leaving the Patriots? I, like, no, it had about, to happen eventually. How about Nate Solder? We don't have a right, left tackle. Nate, Nate Solder, left tackle, extremely worrisome. <laughs> you can't. I, I love when Patriots fans are like, dude, no way. Like, we're fine. We're not fine. We need to find a left tackle. Like when your forty-year-old, forty-one-year-old is no longer being blocked for by an actual player. Yeah. When there's a vacant position and your most important player can go down because of it. You might need to address it relatively soon, and it has to be in the draft because there's no more ta- left tackles out there, or you have to trade for one. So this could be uh, quite, I don't know. quite the situation. I mean, they, they were able to develop David Andrews into a pretty good center, so you got to hope that they, maybe they take someone from the draft and develop him. Uh, but whoever comes next, people said, oh, if Bill Belichick retires, uh, Josh McDaniels, is, like whoever the next coach is, Josh McDaniels, whoever it is, is just not going to be able to do anything right. If this left tackle comes in after Nate Solder and just gives up a sack, oh, he's never going to hear the end of it. Uh, he's never going to hear the end of it. Especially from the Patch Nation. That's you think saying. we overhype players. Think of the love we have for Tom Brady. Oh, my God. And if that, if that one left tackle caused an injury, like, oh knock on wood. But, yeah, there you go. Good job. I found some wood. Don't worry. <laughs> if that one left tackle causes an injury to Brady, mm. there will be a mob outside of his door the next day. That Probably during the game, honestly. Yeah, I mean that's like the the most important position offense right now. I think our we have a, a bunch of receivers. Uh, Deion Lewis leaving. How do you feel about that, JT? Let I me get the, actually, let me get the unbiased. I think that's actually pretty big. I think that at the beginning of the year you didn't use him at all. Nope. Yep. Terrible start to the year, right? Yeah. End of the year he was getting a hundred yards a game. He was running really well. Mm-hmm. You guys were hot. I think that. And then we didn't play him in the Super Bowl. You didn't play him? We didn't play him in the Super Bowl pretty much. I don't think we use him as often as we had during the late regular yeah. season. Well, you see, there's a theme. Yeah. I think that we have so many I, I, just don't, I just don't see who is going to step in and carry the ball 20 times for 100 yards. Rex I mean, Burkhead? They did sign Jeremy Hill. Jeremy Hill, Rex Burkhead. Rex Burkhead's a free agent, though, isn't he? We re-signed him to a three-year deal. Oh, okay, well. but now We have a stable of bat. Like, we couldn't have kept it. We couldn't have kept everyone we had. So someone had to go. Where's Gillisley during all this? Is he still on the team? Uh, he might have got released, actually. I mean, at least now we have Jeremy Hill to fumble away all our games. <laughs> True. I like Gillisley last year. They People thought he was going to come in and, you know, be like LeGarrette uh, Blunt 2.0. Yeah, and then he had three touchdowns in the first game or yep. whatever. And then everyone overhyped him, <laughs> and then he never played again. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Where's Jonas I mean, Gray? Yeah. You, imagine that. You arrive late to one meeting. The next day after, how many yards did they have in that game? 204. <laughs> and like four touchdowns. That was back when Bill Belichick could cut someone. Everyone was like, yeah, it's a great idea. <laughs> like, we trust. I mean, people say in Bill we trust. I mean, I sort of believe that still, but at the same uh, time, I don't know. Hands kind of hovering over that panic button. I, I'm thinking in Bill we trust is uh, more of a 2010 and earlier thing. Really? Like a little bit, yeah. I, I would say 2016 and earlier. I think it's time to start questioning. I mean, you let go of a lot of players. You're not bringing much value back. The last player we did get, Adrian Claiborne. JT, you were actually right. He did have six sacks against the Cowboys. He had, what, nine, nine and a half sacks last year? Yeah, six, six, six in one, in one game. game. Right. Which means he like, so disappeared great. for the other. Great. <laughs> Incredible. It's like, I'm not even excited about it. I'd rather you get one sack in nine games. Rather than six and one, yeah. like I get uh, it, you dominated great. that one game, but then you were so quiet the rest of the year <sighs> that I'm just I don't care about this. It's nice to have edge pressure, I I, I get that, but come on. Uh, Plus, it was against the Cowboys, and you without Zeke, and you know that they're not going to be running the ball, so they could just. Blitz should we uh, should we overhype Adrian Claiborne? Maybe he'll perform up to uh, the standards that we place for him? Maybe if we underhype him, we'll just be pleasantly surprised. All right, cut him. <laughs> yeah, no, let's um, let's pay him and then cut him. Like, All right, so make sure we, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, you let him know? You going to uh, call him? He probably is listening. Okay, cool. All right, Adrian, uh, you're cut. Cool. 
Um, all right. So now this next thing, Eric Reed, you, you want to explain this? Did you put this in here? I did put this in here. Um, did so you do the whole script? I, I did do the whole script because <laughs> <laughs> no one wanted to help me tonight. Uh, well, we had someone playing Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, that, that was JT. Val- that's valid. Which I, I guess is an okay excuse. Okay. Did you get a win, JT? No. Oof. Oh. Three top five. Three top five? In a row, yeah. In a row. All right. Well, what were you doing? You were showering. I was showering. Okay. Whatever, dude. I, so, I had to smell good for the listeners. Eric, yeah, that's valid. And you have to look good. <laughs> well, Especially on radio. That. You have a great radio voice. <laughs> great radio face. Get ra- great radio face. It's it's perfect. Eric Reed says, I'm being blackballed by the NFL. I'm a good safety. Um, nobody wants him. Nobody wants him because of his controversial stand with like the Colin Kaepernick situation, taking a knee during the anthem. I mean, to a point, I actually believe him. He's from LSU, the real DB Nation. I mean... Uh, I beg to differ. You think Miami's better? Nope. Who do you think? I think Alabama is uh, DBU. Really? And they just LSU? sent like eight or nine players, eight or nine D-backs to the, one in like the first round of the draft Patrick in the Peterson, past couple years. Patrick Peterson, Tyron Matthew, Eric Reed. I mean, Murray's Claiborne is having a better year now than he when he started, but like... LSU's nothing to slouch at. Oh, not at all. No, it's SEC football. Great football. Oh, Jamal Adams. Safety for the Jets. Good player. Plays in the Jets. The best player the Jets have, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, continue. What do you think? Eric Reed, is he being blackballed? Yeah, I think so. I think that kind of stuff happens a lot in professional sports. You think so? Not just with this whole uh, social justice issue. Just in general, I feel like if a player does something uh, that an owner doesn't like, they'll probably call around to other owners and be like, hey, don't sign this guy. Which I can see. I wouldn't be able to give any examples, but I'm sure that happens. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I'll take your word for that. That's a guarantee, right? Team BB guarantee. How 40%. much percent is that? 40%. JT? 20. 20? <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> What reduced it? What made it go down? Oh, he never tells the truth, so. What do you mean? Oof. I just made a guarantee. Serial liar. liar. Oh, Oof. here we go. Sheesh. Damn. Okay. JT, you're throwing shade. Did the power go out? <laughs> Actually, it did. It did a couple last times time when you were last here. Show. Really? So everything falls apart when I'm not on the show, guys. Honestly, it like it was, it, was, it was probably as scary as the whole Hawaii missile thing. Well, that <laughs> that seems pretty scary. Yeah, I mean, the whole building was shaking, but whatever. Is it snowing right now? I'll check. <laughs> so, Tyron Matthew to the Texans. Deion Sanders says it's not snowing. Tyron Matthew's the best safety in the league. He's a pretty good safety. I don't know what he's a playmaker. He's a playmaker that just got cut from his last team. They pro- did they have to make uh, cap space? Who they just signed? Uh, Sam Bradford. Yes. Did they have to make cap space for him? I would guess not. But here's here's my point. Yeah, he's a good safety, but can you be the best safety in the league and get cut from your team? I mean, clearly it just happened. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, so I guess. Can you be the best safety in the NFL though? And get cut from your team for nothing. I mean, he had another year left on his deal. I don't see that happening. Dude's an absolute playmaker, though. Like, I think he he almost, I'm not saying he does, he almost transcends his position on defense. What do you mean? What is, what? Where he can be anywhere on the field to make a play. I think he's absolutely the Besides most, D-line, I'm not going not gonna to go there. No, one of the most versatile players that you could imagine, especially in college. I mean, he plays cornerback, free safety. You can probably put him in the box. He's scrappy. You can send him in. Send him an outside linebacker. Make tackles. I mean, he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. And uh, the Cardinals released him. I just saw it. I've been fact-checking a lot on this show. I mean, whatever. It's a new show, new me. Uh, he got cut because he didn't want to take a pay cut. Which he shouldn't have to take a pay cut. Which, if you're the best safety in the league, why would you take a pay cut? So you're on board with this. Do you think he's above, like, Earl Thomas, Eric Berry, um, that t- the Titans safety bri- bride? Brad? Byron? I think the... Uh, and I don't want to be like, oh, Mr. Patriot over here, but I think the Patriots have decent safeties. Devin McCourty, yes. I a Patrick Chung? I no? I don't. I, I think he's decent. I don't think. I, well, I'm saying they're not like superstar safeties, but they have certainly done well. Yeah, absolutely. Especially as a tandem. I think we have a top five free safety, maybe top top twenty. I don't know. I would not put him top ten for Patrick Chung. I mean, he, he Tyron Matthews just has uh, plagued by injuries his whole career. Which, which seems, I mean, he when he's healthy, he is a playmaker. Which probably played into this as well, getting released. Absolutely. But, I mean, I think he's going to bounce back. I think the Texans are going to be the new team to watch out for next year. 
after all these moves. JT, you've been saying that, I believe, right? I have. I think the Texans... And then you you forget that they uh, uh, gained Watson back, so that's basically a huge free agent pickup right yep. there. Um, their running backs were kind of thin last year. That Foreman guy actually ran pretty well, and then he tore his Achilles. So if he comes back pretty healthy, then I think that they're going to have a nice, uh, well-rounded team with uh, DeAndre Hopkins because that was a great combo of Hopkins and Watson before. I'm actually... I'm really excited to see all these players coming back from the year of the injury. I mean... Hopefully it's not year of the injury. Uh, if this happens next year. But, like, honestly, you think about all the players that are coming back, and there's no short of a, a shortage of talent. I mean, every team is going to get sub- significantly boosted. I agree. Uh, I think it's going to be a great league next year. Super competitive. It's exciting. I mean, the Eagles are stacked, but... Whatever. Eagles... Because well, here's the thing. Eagles haven't gotten worse, right? No, they got better. They ha- Eagles have gotten better. What did they say about the Patriots last year in the offseason? 16-0. Patriots got better than their Super Bowl team. So that's all I'm saying. I mean, granted, totally different situation. They predicted us to go undefeated, and then we got walloped. <laughs> First game just got blown out. We're just like, oh. 15-1. <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, did anyone expect the Rams to be good last year, JT? I did. Okay, well, you're a fan. It's always a quick turnaround. It's like these teams go from nothing to something so fast now. It's a quick turnaround. I agree. So that's why I think the the Browns are going to be a 6-8 to eight win team, not 7. In the books, 6-8. to eight. So why not 7? What's your what's your fixation on the 7 number? I don't really understand. I just I think they're either going to they're going to play themselves into a win or out of one. I think that it's going to come down to the last closing seconds like the overtime game against Pittsburgh last season in the like week 17. I think that there's going to be a game that pushes them to either eight wins or they're going to, I, I don't know, like uh, Cleveland Browns it fall to six. I don't see seven happening. It's just, it's not, it's not in my head. All right. Well, hey, as someone who's been at Cleveland Stadium for a game, okay, I would just like to say, okay, the Browns fans are super nice, and I think that if they well, saw some success, the Browns fans, the Browns fans, if they saw some success. They would get behind their team in a heartbeat. I believe that. You know what I mean? It wouldn't just be like, oh, the Browns, like, they're all right. Like, if they win two or three games in the first, like, five or six they play next year, they will be, like, those think, fans will go wild. I think if they win two games in the whole year, they'll, <laughs> they'll go wild. I just love that picture that's on Twitter. That's, like, all the quarterbacks that they've had. It's, like, the jersey. Yeah. And it's just, like, all the names crossed out. It's I like just 40 deep. Yeah, that's crazy. It's unfortunate. But, hey, one else is uh, not unfortunate. Catch rule got altered. JT, you want me to explain to you the catch rule? Yes, please do. All right, ready? It's Mm -hmm. a three-step process. Ready? Okay. Control. Okay. Okay. Do you have control, JT? Yep. Okay, so you have control. Uh, Did you get two feet inbounds? No, I only got one. Did you get get a body part inbounds? Yes, I did get the body part. You got a body. Okay, so that's that's number two. Okay, we're still rolling. Okay, number three. Could you make a football move? Yes, but the ball moves slightly when it hit the ground. Oh, oof. Hmm. See, it's going to be... Did it survive the ground? Doesn't you know what? Doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter no, it anymore. Does, it does matter. It doesn't matter anymore. It does matter. No, if it's you not play the, the Patriots, then obviously it's going to go towards Patriots. Well, like every clearly. other call this Here's year. the key, and we've talked about this many times before, mm-hmm. not on the show, but many times before. Whatever Mike Pereira says in the booth, the opposite is going to be the call on the field. Okay? 100% of the time. What about what Jim Nance says? Oh, Jim! <laughs> I don't know. I hope Tony Romo comments every single game next year. I wish there was like a way that you could just like push a button and choose your commentators. Because oh, I would have two Tony Romos. <laughs> <laughs> just do two. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I did just back and forth. Oh, Tony, I don't know. Ah, oh, one of them is like football. calling. One of them is calling like a play. The other is calling something different. One of them throws an interception. <laughs> oh they, they man. Um. Yeah, honestly, uh, this new catch rule simplifies the game. Is it going to help the game? No. I'm thinking the year after this year, they're going to have it all figured out. I, I think that this year is going to be a train wreck, <laughs> <laughs> an absolute train wreck in that regard. But can you give the um? Can you give the Lions a win back from changing this rule? Because Megatron would have had that touchdown catch. Like erasing the 0 16 season made it would have made them 1 and 15. 
Do you give them that, or do you just say, oh, tough cookies? Uh, you say tough cookies. Tough cookies, 0-16? Yeah, no. Uh, now, I saw on Twitter they had videos of uh, the plays they were looking at as far as the rule goes. Uh, Jesse James catch. Okay. Uh, Which was a catch. What? Which was a catch? It absolutely was. Well, it was a catch, absolutely, one hundred percent. We said that during the season too. I'm not. No, I'm not even no. arguing with you on this, JT. Like that was a legit no. catch. They really messed that one up. Austin Safari and Jenkins in the back of the end zone, or was that him? Yes, yeah, so the Eagles one. Eagles in the Super Bowl is that what you're talking about? No, I'm talking about no. the back back right corner fade. Uh, I think it might have been like the Bills, like Zay Jones or something, like Brent oh, one handed. Oh, oh, oh. No, that that was not one of the plays. A good uh, example. The second one was uh, an, a Cardinals player against the Seahawks. Calvin Benjamin. That's who it was. Oh, that's Calvin. what you're thinking of. Yeah. Uh, just some random player where a guy caught it, took like four steps, fell down, ball popped out, Camp Chancellor picked it up, and they were like, no, it's incomplete. But it, it was a fumble. Like, And then the last one was the Eagles. Records. No. Diving for the pylon? No. Diving for the goal? Line? Nope. It oh. was a guy on a go route. I forget his name. Catch the, caught it. Uh, took one step, then bobbled it, and then took the second step, then went out of bounds. Oh, I was I was very upset about that during the Super Bowl. So they said that shouldn't have been a catch, which means we would have won the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, I was saying that wasn't a catch during the Super Bowl. I was pissed. Yeah, yeah. so uh, so those are kind of the three that they're looking at, which is great. Uh, I hope this gets figured out because I'd rather watch football than watch R.I.P. at Hockey He just retired, but I'd rather watch that than at Hockey try to figure out what a catch is. <laughs> what is that? That microphone feel good in your cheek there, JT? <laughs> Sorry. You falling asleep over there? No. Are no. we boring you, JT? <laughs> not at all. JT? Mm-hmm. Are you, are you bored? No, I'm not. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll go real quick. We're only 30 minutes on, into this. We got this. We'll go Jeez. real quick on this last one for the NFL. Des Bryant going with a, a route running guru. I mean. What the hell that means? I, I guess he's going to run crisper routes, maybe like go back to being like a first string wide receiver because he wasn't one last year i mean he wasn't he wasn't a true number one receiver last year he couldn't create separation he had a broken foot half the year i think he could do better especially if they get zeke back but i mean a do you have to call everything a guru in the nfl yeah i don't know really tom brady has his throwing guru his training guru alex guerrero load of baloney Alex Guru. Yeah, there we go. We got it. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Whatever, whatever helps him most. I don't really feel the need to comment on that. JT, do you? No, I don't. Yeah, no. Nah, he, right. he can go see whoever he wants to see. NCAA okay. bracket. JT. Yeah. U M B C. U M B C. The good boys got blown out. No, but they beat someone first. They. D- <laughs> they did. Hey, one was funny about this. Uh, guess who's on the cover of Sports Illustrated for the March Madness preview? U M B C. Virginia. Oof. Lost in the first round. Yikes. No, my bracket was busted as soon as Arizona lost, too, though. But um, going yeah. back to UMBC, I mean, I, can you explain this? You're, you're the NCAA guy. I mean, what happened? Well, I say what happened was... Don't tell me they scored more points than the other team. I don't want to hear okay, that. Well, don't say it. <laughs> let, let me regroup, don't say let it. Let me regroup that. Don't say it! Uh, no, I just think that... Virginia and UMBC, after watching the second game of UMBC when it was a low-scoring game, they really seemed to play the same style, uh, rugged defense, low-scoring game. So I think that they were still, when they were playing Virginia, they didn't, they weren't out of their com- comfort zone the whole game because it was that's how they wanted to play as well. So that helped. Virginia losing their sixth man of the year, which he was the only guy on that team could, that could create his own shot one-on-one. Because they, as if you watch the game, they just run off screens all day and hope to get a shot off of that. Um, that was huge, but I just think that you have a team that should get run out of the gym. You give them confidence; they stick around. Anything can happen. Uh, you see it all the all the time with uh, other upsets. You know, like Arizona, Duke. <laughs> happened twice in three years but the difference between Virginia and like a Duke team or Arizona team is they go up and down the court. Virginia likes to play like low possession game and if you play low possession game there's a lot more uh, a lot less margin of error so that's why UMBC took it. Nice. And they 20 piece them too. Yeah. I thought it was cool that they, they didn't seem to be afraid. They didn't seem to be afraid at all during that game. 
Uh, Nothing to be afraid of, though, because... Uh, like, what do you have to lose, you know? Yeah, a lot of cases, like, no one expects you to win. Right. I mean, so all you can do is whatever. make history. Absolutely. It was a cool game to watch. Uh, Twitter went crazy. Yep, as it should have. The fact that their mascots are retrievers did super well on Twitter. So many dog pictures. Oh, my God. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. Um, I really like March Madness, um, mainly for the fact that I don't fill out a bracket. Haven't in a couple of years. Uh, mainly because I'm always wrong, and I always just love watching people um, suffer when their bracket busts. JT, how's your bracket doing? My personal bracket's doing great. Oh, yeah, I'm <laughs> sure. You just happen to have the 16 seed beating the one this year, huh? Yeah. Oh, well, I fill it out after the game's end, so it's... Oh, so really it's always nice. perfect. Yeah. I've, oh, okay. I've yet to miss a pick. I chose, I chose Kansas losing in the first round, but it was the wrong one seed getting upset. Damn. Maybe next year. Next year. Uh, yeah, I mean, in my pools, I am, am doing okay. So, But hey, they're, they're free. It's, oh, they're free. Yeah. You don't gamble? No. Oh. Okay. Cool. All right, whatever. Great, man. We don't judge. I don't judge. Happy for you. I hope you win a lot of money. Maybe <laughs> I'll get a roommate fee for that. What do you think? Nah, 5% of 5%. <laughs> you get a handling fee, man. Handling fee, great. Uh, hey, can I just uh, mention UConn Women's real quick? Yeah, it's yeah. March Madness. So, March Sadness, more like it for UConn women. They lost? No. Oh. They just had to waste their time playing against a team that was like, hey, hey, we're going to go up tempo on you guys. And UConn was like, all right, let's go up tempo, scored 140 points. Their team scored 52. Uh, can you If you were a UConn, you're, you're a UConn women's basketball player. Okay. Danny, your name is now Katie Lou Samuelson. Katie Lou Samuelson. Yep. I want to be someone else. Okay, you're uh, Kia Nurse. That's fine. Yeah, Kia Nurse. You're okay with being Kia Nurse? Yes. Great. Defensive player of the year. Ooh, okay. A little women's basketball talk for you. <laughs> uh, and you have to go up against Quinnipiac. Doesn't scare me. What? I, that's what I'm saying. Would you just be like, <sighs> I had a project to do, I have homework assignments, and now I have to go play against Quinnipiac, beat them by 60 points. Can't we just send the guys' team? Can we just send <laughs> our second string? Yeah, which is the guys' team. Which is the guys' team, right? <laughs> the guys that practice against them? Do they? Yeah, they have guys practice against them. Doesn't surprise me. They probably still win. And they just run back. Right, JT? You were telling me that? They just run back and forth. So the game that uh, St. Francis was trying to play against UConn women's, that's what they practice at. So it was like just a big practice for them. Huh. So national champions, UConn, you can, you know. Bang on that. Bang on that. It got, the men's team uh, doesn't have a coach, too. Yes. Uh, oh, my God. What's the guy's name? I just had to tip my tongue, Dan but I swallowed it. What's his name? Dan Hurley. Dan Hurley. From Rhode Island. Now, what do you think about him? URI has become a decent program in the past couple yeah. years. I think that he's a good coach. I don't think that you. I don't think he's going to go to UConn. I think Pitt, Pittsburgh's offering way more money okay. in the ECC. Decent conference. Why would you leave URI for UConn? But the thing is, UConn's conference is getting a lot better. Like, they have three top 25 teams. They have Memphis that just signed Penny Hardaway. Uh, he, he's going he's to get big-time recruits because he's from Memphis. He coaches in Memphis, well, high school. Like, his high school team just won the, like, state championship. Yeah. So he's... He already has, like, a recruit that just decommitted from Wichita State to go to Memphis because wow. he just got hired. And if UConn ends up being good, you're going to have five teams at conference. That's actually pretty good. So Not bad. Yeah. Um, can you turn on the uh, the laptop real quick? The sound? Wow. <laughs> Little technical difficulties. Did it work? Hey, you turned your headphones off? You take your headphones off? That's in. <laughs> All right, keep going. Keep talking. What's next? But I don't know. No one helped me fill out the uh, the script, so we only. Uh, that's true. I just want I just want you to turn on the sound in the studio because I want to see if I can if I can play this. Nope. Uh, oh. All right. Never mind. Just Let's do it again. Just a little bit of dead air for all no. you guys out there. No, nah, we're good. Uh, well, I don't have the ox on. <sighs> never mind, JT. No, it's on. No, nah, never mind, man. And next time, on I don't need it. Control. I don't need it at all. Well, what about uh, Sister Jean in Loyola? Have you seen that? Sister Ooh. Jean, she's got uh, the good Lord on her side. They, uh, she picked the team to lose this round. She did? Yep. Her, her team. In her bracket. She picked her team yep. to lose in this round. Yeah. And did you see her uh, pump up 
her pump up speech for no. last. She she's uh they're praying or whatever. Uh, I don't I don't know they're praying at that point, but she's like, it doesn't matter that they're bigger. <laughs> they're bigger. They're they jump higher. <laughs> All this stuff. And, oh my god! And it's just like one of those things where it's like. She isn't motivating them. She's just intimidating them more. It's a matter they can jump higher or that they score a lot of points or that they will make you look really stupid if you make a mistake. You guys can do this. Do you remember our freshman year at WestCon when Coach Coach Olmstead was just like, just go out there, guys, try see, your best. See what you can do. We come back in at half. Nichols College football down 42-0 to zero at half. End up losing fifty eight to zero. We've that, talked about this on the radio show, by the way. I know, but that, that is, we've brought that up before. Like that is the definition of like what that that girl was saying. Like you just don't hype them up at all. You're just preparing them yeah. for defeat. Prepare for the worst. They they're definitely the Cinderella this year. Um, Eleven seed, a Sweet Sixteen. If they win, they go to Lead Eight. Um, Sixteen years ago today, uh, Kent State made the Lead Eight. Kent State is that the team that just beat UMBC? No, uh, Kansas State. It's Kent. They it's Kent State. It's not even from Kentucky. I'm for sure. I'm from, I think it's like Ohio. Oh. Uh, do you know who led that team? No. Any guesses? Kent Sixteen State. years ago today. Kent State. Kent State it led them to Elite Eight, mid major. Um, Sixteen years ago. We're uh, JT. Uh, none of us know this answer. G- wait, give us a hint. Okay. Give us one hit. What team did he play for in the professionals? Will that ruin it? The Chargers. What? Oh, Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates led the team to the lead eight. See? For Kent State. Not bad, JT. That's a pretty cool fact. Yep. Uh, can I subscribe to these facts so you can no. tell me more? Oh. No. Damn. All right. Oh, that's pretty cool. Cool fact, man. Yeah. Did Jimmy Graham play basketball in uh Yes, he did. College? Miami. Wow. That's so he, crazy that a tall athlete ha- ended up playing basketball at... College. Well, he did that before he played football. Wow. So you got to remember that. I think people get too crazy on the whole, uh, wow, this athlete played another sport. Wow, Chris Hogan played lacrosse. Wow. We get it. They're fast. We get it. He's a freak athlete. He could have done whatever he wanted to with his life. Yeah. Must be nice. Hey, want to know must be nice? Let me guess the transition you're about to do. Playing in the NBA. That would be pretty (laughs) nice, don't you think? But you want to know what? What? Here's my other part of my transition. Okay. Jabari Parker doesn't think I'm right when I say that. Because <laughs> he was on the trade block, but now he doesn't want to resign with his team. What the heck is that? Uh, Zach. Why wouldn't he resign? Well, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't want I, I honestly don't know. Plagued by injuries his entire career. Uh, you've been on the trade block. You're in Milwaukee. I mean, that's got to affect it. Like. Why do you want to be there? Who wants to be in Milwaukee? Let's be honest. And if they're if they're trying to get you, get rid of you already, might as well go to like a Miami, a, a Cali team. He's gonna go to Chicago if he does. I hometown, right? Yeah, hometown. I never heard that report, but if that's true, this report then, that, that Dean just read. Yeah, then like Chicago is his hometown, and I'm sure Chicago will welcome him him with open arms. Honestly, I never heard. He ever said he's gonna come. I never heard the report either. But Zach was saying it was a report, so I was like, "All right, Zach." I believe him. I believe him. <laughs> I don't really, really know, but I believe him for sure. All right, moving on. Celtics defeat the Thunder last night. Uh, Without, like, Carmelo, thanks for the win. Carmelo, right? yeah. Missed two free throws in the last what twenty seconds? Yeah, we we're like it was like eight hundred and forty-eight and zero. Like teams that were up five with like twenty seconds left, <laughs> and now it's like eight hundred forty-eight and one. Great stat to uh, to have on that one. Yeah, Carmelo, get out of the league. I love Carmelo. I, well, you like video game Carmelo. That's true. That's actually the most true thing you said. Video game that. Carmelo is the best Carmelo. Which honestly, that's the only time that like video games is like the best thing because like when you can clearly overperform someone's real life character. I mean, come on, come I on. Mean, whatever, get him out of the league. Uh, great win for the Celtics. Where are they in the standings now? Second still? Second, but they're like five games back, right? JT. Yeah, somewhere around Only there. Only like 10 games left to play, 12 maybe. Yeah. I mean, the Raptors are playing out of their minds right now, no? No, they only have three. Like, I mean, as far as like... The one seed? No, they were just up by 20 on the... I don't yeah. mean this per game, JT. I mean like the whole game, like the, over the course of the season. But no, great. Let's let's talk about the game that's going on behind us. What's going on? I'm not going to look. You tell me what's going on. No, the Raptors are up three. That's all I know. 
against the Cavs. Yeah. Which, speaking left. of the Cavs wow. and our intro, Kevin Love is back. Oh. Oh. Kevin Love's back. He's back. So what does this mean for the Cavs? It means that they're probably going to walk their way to the finals again. You don't think the Celtics can beat them? Without a Kyrie Irving and a Gordon Hayward? No. Even with a Kyrie? Debatable. Uh, Kyrie's just got a sore knee, no structural damage. Just need a couple games of rest. They have a, what, five-game road trip right now? Okay. Four-game road trip? Sure. He'll be fine. He's not going on the road trip, so, you know, rest that knee up. But at the same time... Play some Fortnite. At the same time, one team has LeBron and the other doesn't. LeBron is the best player to play the game of basketball. Ever? Ever. Wow. I agree with you. Thank you. I, I think a lot of people are more MJ guys. I would say from an athletic standpoint, LeBron blows everyone out of the water. I think from an all-around, like, jack-of-all-trades, he's far superior. Clutch, no. Uh, like, killer mindset, no. Um, That's Kobe's uh, arena. And, and MJ. And MJ's arena. But including your team, I mean, scoring points and rebounding and assisting, absolutely, LeBron James. I mean, when people just try to say, oh, he's not good, or when people hate on LeBron, I'm like, you realize this guy is, like, just insane. He's an insane player. He's the Tom Brady of the, of the NBA. Love it. Love and, that analogy. And MJ is the um, Joe Montana. Sure. That's actually a great analogy. I'll give you that one. Okay. Good job. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> I'm proud of that. Um, great. Next topic. Let's go. All right. We're powering through this. Okay. LeBron James calls the potential NBA playoff change, uh, quote-unquote, whack. <laughs> <laughs> Sheesh. Good for LeBron James. So what's this playoff change? Explain I, it to me. I wish I could. I didn't have anyone help me with the script. I mean, I, don't, I didn't get time to read. I don't think it's a proposed one. I think a guy just asked that at the interview. Okay. They wanted, uh, he was just asking what do you feel about it being a play-in and it's single elimination. That's exactly what it was, yeah. Yeah. So, a single elimination NBA yeah. tournament. I don't I don't think that that should be it. No. Why? Because in the NBA, these teams could get really hot for a game. Like anyone could beat anyone on any given night. That's true. But in a I I feel like in the span of a series, the better team usually does went out. And but I think I'm all for the realignment. Absolutely. If they were going to do any kind of rule change, or playoff change, like just top sixteen. Top sixteen, make it top twenty if you want. I don't care. Like, just make it so it's not every year the same thing. And it's only a problem because super teams, and it doesn't look like they're going to go away anytime soon. I mean, if there were no super teams, this wouldn't be an issue. But now that it's probably going to be game four of the Cavaliers versus the Warriors, unless the Rockets can take them down. I mean. I don't know. I don't think it's good for the NBA at this point. Did the Raptors get too hot too soon? Don't they always? Yeah, they do this every year. They just... They'll fizzle out in the second round. Yeah, if they get there. (laughs) (laughs) They, uh... Because Kyle Lowry never plays good in the playoffs. Never. Yeah, but... He always goes, like, 1 for 10 every game. If he ever did, though, they'd be an actual Mm -hmm. actual threat. (laughs) They would. DeMar DeRozan's very solid. Yeah. Like, it doesn't... He's going to put up 25... On you, they play. Mm-hmm. They usually play good defense. They've given up 107 points and with seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. But I mean, I think that they play as hard as any team in the league. I don't know if the Celtics can beat them. I think we'd have a chance, but they can absolutely be beat by like they they can get beat by the Cavs, the Bucks probably. But I don't think the Wizards are going to take anyone down. I don't think the Wizards make it past the second round. I don't. I don't see them going seven games either. Like I think it's going to be like a one and done, especially without John Wall. And there's a lot of friction on that team. Everyone says we're better without John Wall. John Wall's like that's clearly wrong. <laughs> John Wall's like you realize I'm John Wall, right? <laughs> like, you realize I'm like one of the best guards in the league. Yeah. Like top ten, top ten, top five point guards. Top five point guards, maybe. Hmm. Debatable. Maybe. Yeah, debatable. Top six, we'll say. All right, and last thing on our list before we get to our debate that's debate been shelved for like four weeks. That we have put on the back burner, <laughs> but we are ready to have. You should have had this when Kevin was here. He didn't get it. Just kidding. Uh, okay, so players leaving for the NBA. Who are they? JT, this is your arena. College. Uh, DeAndre Ayn. 
Oh, yep. So they should have paid him for the playoffs is the real issue. Yes. Uh, Arizona guy? Yeah. Young? Contract didn't guarantee any March Madness games. Yeah. Mohamed Bamba? Uh, yeah. Do you think Trey Young's even going to be good in the NBA? I I don't think he is. I think he will be. I think he's going to be like a Jimmer Fredette, just like I think he's going to be like a Rondo. Like a Rondo? I think that he's going to be all passing. I don't think he's going to be able to score at the clip that he scored. Okay, not at the clip. That's what I'm saying. He just got hot for a season. I'm going to say maybe 15 a game. He still has a jump shot, though. I know. And it's not broken. Like, Rondo eventually got a decent jump shot. And, like, it's not reliable by any means, but it wasn't broken like like Alonzo. I, I can see him being somewhere between... I think right in between a Steph Curry and a Seth Curry. <laughs> I think <laughs> could uh, scale to have right Seth Curry, Steph Curry. I love it. I mean, just put just him about Rondo right in the middle. Okay. I mean, he can still shoot. He's he, definitely just capitalizing on this huge year he had. Which yeah, I mean, no, don't blame to. him at all. Like, of course, go get your money. Your but stock's like, never going to be higher. Yeah, I think he's not going to be it nearly as good as people think too, he's going to go. Yeah, where do you think he's going to go? Um, I would argue that he could go top five because. It's a big man draft. A lot of small forward, a lot of power forward centers. Not a lot of point guard talent. So if there's a team up there that already has a good big situation and they need a point guard, maybe they just think he's going to be a generational talent like a Steph, like a Steph Curry. Maybe they take a chance on him. I don't know where he's going to go. I haven't looked at the draft, but I could see him going as high as as high as like four, slipping to like eleven, twelve. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think seven or eight. Okay, I think that's where it's gonna go. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so there's our NBA talk. All right, we sped I'll, through it. Sped through it. I don't mind speeding through it no. at this point. It's kind of a little lull in the year, right? A little bit. It's it's the calm before the storm. The playoffs before all the playoffs. I have a lot to talk about the playoffs. Uh, with that, I want to get to this debate. Okay. So, <laughs> here's how I'm going to set it up, JT. You have to give an answer on this debate, too. I'm not letting you get off scot-free, all right? All right, what's the debate? So. It's an Arian foster You, <laughs> yes, you are in an open field. Open field. Open field, okay? Uh, call it a football field uh, area of space. So 100 yards by 50 yards, 53 yards, whatever it is. Uh, you can't run away. You can't escape what you're about to encounter. Okay. Okay. Last person standing wins. It, it's it's one on one. So uh, Fortnite. Nope. <laughs> Almost. I would, I would lose. You would lose immediately. <laughs> uh, could you? I'm not going to say fight to the death because I don't want to invoke any animal cruelty. Could you incapacitate a bald eagle? Fight to the death. Could you? No. And I agree with you. What's your reasoning? Because I can't do that to the. To the country's uh, animal. Okay, say it's uh, my morals. Would say not you're matter. foreign, and the seagull's <laughs> coming at you. So the country thing doesn't matter anymore. Okay, I'm a pacifist. JT, come on. Right, I'll, I'll, I'll be the one to say it. I could take an I could take an eagle. Could you take an eagle? Probably. Can I inform you that an eagle's wingspan is seven feet three inches? Yeah, but I punch... And like, its talons are like three inches long. Yeah, but Just I, the talons. I'm 5'11", 6 foot. Like, I call it 6 foot. Yeah. 6 foot, depending on who I'm talking to. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> uh, and you think this eagle... You could kill this eagle. Whoa. You Sorry. Kill. You could incapacitate this eagle. I would think so. I think you just got to get one clean shot. And, like, I don't know. How's It, it has to be attacking you for you to land a from, hit. From I get the air. No, but, like... It's not going to hurt you. Look, you can't hit it while it's up there. It nope. can't hurt you when you're down there. It like, could swoop in at speeds of upward of 70 miles an hour, though. Oh, I get that. And claw your face off. Oh, yeah. No, you better believe I'm going to be in my um, I'm gonna be in my turtle stance. Like, okay. shielding the head, shielding the neck. Okay. And I'm going to wait for him to come get me. Yeah. Because eventually he's just going to start going at you. That's true. Can't That's, wait around forever. You can't wait around forever. He's going to go at you because he wants to. Mm. That's when you go. Right. That's that's your best chance. That's fair. Because the 70 miles per hour, it's null and void at that point. I mean, if he's just doing passes on your face. Yeah, but he's not going to be swooping down, swooping up. If, if he does, you're going to have to reevaluate. You're going to adapt, adjust, I overcome. Think, I don't think you can do it. I think I could do it. I don't think JT could do it. Get me an eagle. <laughs> Let's get an eagle and test this out. Uh, we'll okay. Do, we'll do, uh, we'll do um, nutcracker drills. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> um, second animal, JT. Uh I think this one's a bit better of a debate because this one can't fly away. 
Yes. An alligator. Thank you and an alligator. Could you take this alligator on? Think, think about it. We have home field, though. We are not in a marshy think, swamp. Think Steve Irwin. I've fought an alligator before. You have okay. not fought an alligator before. I threw a golf ball at it. Oh, that's oh Okay. It. Now, that you counts. don't. But here's the thing. You don't have projectiles this time. What? There's rocks. No. There has to be rocks. Nope. Clump of dirt? Just a grass field. Clump of dirt? Throw some blades of grass at it. Clump of dirt. Can I'll, I'll, I'll give you a clump of dirt. All right. That's, that's, I, can, I can work with that. All right. Cool. So, JT, you versus alligator. What's your strategy? <laughs> Sit on top of it. Like they do. Like you they are, do you with are, the feet in the sand and the, are no hold fun. the hold the neck up or whatever it is. I think I'm walking out of there with a new purse and some cowboy <sighs> boots and shit. This is stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is clearly not going where I want it to go. Is it going there with me? Because I think sort I could, of. I think I could take an alligator too. Okay, cool. Because um, I mean, you guys gotta you gotta get behind it. They're not that nimble. Wait, how big is the alligator? Like 17 feet long. What? That's not fair. Are we talking average size alligators, or are we talking like those giant ones? Because the giant ones, I'm not going to mess with. The real question is, uh, is it a crocodile or an alligator? Um, I don't know. Which is it? Uh, I think an alligator. Because one of them thrives in the sun, one of them doesn't. You just got to tire it out. I don't know. I don't, I don't have any. <laughs> I don't have any ideas on crocodiles and alligator. Yeah, you know what? Clearly, uh, JT really killed this debate. Uh, I, you know what, JT? That's my fault. I didn't bring enough heat to the debate, and I'm sorry. Hmm. So, uh... We still got to do the wolf, though. Oh, so could you beat a wolf? Could I? So it's a yes? All right, great. Uh, no, JT, no, yes or no? I didn't answer. Is it during the day? During Aren't the day, nocturnal? No. <laughs> oh, um... Yes or no? No, I couldn't. I couldn't beat a wolf either. That's where I draw my line. All right, great. Could you? You know what? I don't want to answer. Could you do the alligator? Uh, yes, I could beat the alligator. Really? How? Yeah. Well, uh, it basically starts off with, with the you. Of dirt, right? It, you have to run in zigzag. Okay. You can't run away, but you can run in zigzags. Because we have a football field. You can't run in zigzags. Then you circle back around it, jump on top of it, gouge out its That's eyes. That's what I said. <sighs> That's exactly what I said. JT? Sure. In a shorter way. Throw on the iPod. Let's go. What for? Do your shout-outs. I guess we're done. <laughs> Next week, I will come up with a better a better plan. Oh, real this. quick, real quick, real quick. Can we talk about Jordan Clarkson saying that dinosaurs used to be pets for giants? Yes. <laughs> yes, that is not a thing. <laughs> These people are ridiculous. There's something in the water, then. Like, I can't believe it. Kyrie River, uh, the world is flat. Isaiah Thomas, like, I can be a outside. <laughs> Just throws Isaiah Thomas in there. Jordan Clarkson, like, dance to the uh, uh, JT, can you throw the uh, studio volume up for me? I, I can't even tell if he's coming out. Alright, so uh, I guess that's a show. Really didn't end on a bright note, but that's okay. What's the music? I mean, I have it on, I just don't know if. Nope. Nope. Oh. There we go. Maybe they can hear that. JT, come on. Yeah? Last time JT's on the uh, controls? Yeah, last time. Did okay. the did the the five six show run kind of come to a close here? I don't know how this is my fault. I have iPod on. Oh, okay, that's fine. Alright, guess there's nothing we can do. Alright, well, next, next week we'll be back. If you did on your phone. Next week we'll be back. Are you excited for next week, JT? Of course. What do you think we have to talk about next week? Part Masters preview next week? Okay. Eh. What do you mean, eh? That's two weeks out still. Hmm. Okay, so two weeks from now. NFL draft? NFL draft? Maybe. A little baseball talk? We'll get there. Final four action. All right. All right, so, great. I mean, I, I, I just don't know how, how you want to... I mean, uh, you know what? Just Danny, go on one of your little rants real quick. Oh, Let's a little see rants. Can... Uh, here's my hot take, actually. Yeah. Is that triple doubles aren't as impressive as they used to be. Okay. Like, you've been hearing about all these players unlocking, like, all these new accolades. Like, oh, most triple doubles in a season. Like, Russell Westbrook averaged one. Good for you. But you think about pace of play, and you get so many more opportunities to impact the ball. Your usage rate is skyrocketed from what it used to be. And surrounding you are just shooters everywhere. You're you're going to get assists more often than you did back then. 
I mean, everything is pointing to triple doubles. They're not what they used to be. Everyone can get them now. So, hey, that's that hot take. We fi- thanks for the hot take. Figured out the music. I think when we put this on the podcast, I'm going to edit out all that because <laughs> just what a bad spot of our. Here's the thing. You can't always have good times because you have to have the bad times to know the good times are good. Sometimes the crocodile is going to get you. Yeah. So we'll snap that part out. Um, we probably won't. You're going to hear all of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just I, I'll just say shout out to everyone who listens and you can go ahead. That's all I got. Okay. Uh, shout out Cam, Nige, Tossy, Jill, um, my dad, and the guys. JT. Hey, everyone that listens. I, long list now. Long list. Uh, not, not enough time. Yeah, I agree. All right, we'll be back next week. I'm as green as a ring on my little cold finger I've never known the love and of a man But it sure felt nice when he was holding my hand There's a boy here in town says you love me forever Who would have thought forever could be severed by the sharp knife